Welcome to episode 27 of the Daniel Yoris podcast, a solo episode recapping my trip to Austin. Let's go. Very quickly before jumping into the rest of the episode, I'm recording this little bit right after I recorded the whole episode and listened back to it. I realized that there's a little bit of a weird clicking noise. I'm not sure why or how or whatever that was or is. Uh, I'm not in my regular setup, so I didn't know, you know, I'm not sure how it happened. It won't happen again, obviously, when I'm in my regular setup. So I'm aware of it. Bear with it. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's really not that bad, though, but just wanted to make that clear. And that's it. Listen to the rest of the episode. Here it is. Thank you. The last time I did a little solo episode like this was when I did my episode a few weeks ago about why I came to Florida. Now I've went to Austin, returned back to Florida. I put a little poll out on my Instagram if people would like to listen to me talk about why I went to Austin, what I did there, and why I loved it so much. And 100% of the people voted yes. So I'm a man of the people, and here we are recording about why I went to Austin. Now, we all know by now, if you're listening to this, that I have a tendency to ramble. So bear with me. I will try and keep this short, but I'm going to do this all in one shot and this just makes it easier for me and more authentic all around. So Austin, Texas is a fantastic city. I had never been. I had been to Texas once many, many years ago uh, for like a youth leadership camp thing, but I was I was like 12 or 13. So I didn't really see Texas. It was like just on a university campus. But this time I went to Austin as a, a big boy or pretending to be a big boy. So the reason why I went to Austin, let's just start there. I have been in Florida, uh, and as you know, I was, I'm was i here living in Florida with my cousin Peter Zemis, who was on episode 25 of the podcast, and definitely go listen to, to that episode if you haven't already. Like, pause this right now and go listen to that first. So anyways, Peter had some like actual work stuff uh, of his own that he had to do in Austin last week. By the way, today is Wednesday. I got back from Austin last Sunday. I can't even remember if I already said that, but anyways, that's the time frame we're working on here. Um, Peter had some work stuff that he had to do in Austin last week. And he said, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, like, Hey, I'm going to Austin, you know, on this date, whatever it was, do you want to come? My initial thought was like, no, like I don't have anything to do in Austin. Like, why would I go to Austin? Then, you know, thought about it for a few more seconds. And I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. I'd like to go to Austin. Like, it seems like a cool city. You hear about it all the time. It's an up and coming city. You know, people are moving there. Cool people are moving there. Not cool people are moving there. Like things are just happening in Austin. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to go check out Austin. Like, what do I have to lose? And then, you know, the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, well, hold on a second. What do I, like, who do I know in Austin? What do I know about Austin? And the first thing that came to my head was on it. The company on it is in Austin, which is a company that I've followed and liked their products and their the things and the messaging that they put out for a very long time. And if anyone's wondering, I have no affiliation to on it. I do use their products. Uh, I'm, you know, I've taken Alpha Brain right now before I did this podcast, and you know, I, I love a lot of their stuff, but no affiliation. I don't make any money off them. Blah blah. Maybe one day I'll, I, that would be sweet, but you know, not today. Anyways, I said okay. On it's in Austin, or on it is in Austin. Yeah, I keep mixing the two up. I keep calling Austin on it because that's most of what I did there. But anyways. On it is in Austin. Um, I had another friend, Zach, who uh, I met at another youth leadership thing in in LA uh, six or seven years ago. And he had recently moved to Austin. It's like, okay, cool. And I've kept in touch with Zach uh, for a while. And so I was like, okay, I'll get to meet up with Zach and see him again. And then, you know, I think we mentioned it in the, in the episode with Peter, but just this concept of like pinballs moving and you don't know who you're going to see. And I was like, well, okay, let me like do some research on Austin a little bit. And I was like, okay, Austin is a co- up and coming city is which I didn't know this before, but Austin is the capital of Texas. I, I just assumed it was like Dallas, but it's not. Um, Austin has a population of about a million people. So it's kind of like 
it's on the cusp of becoming a big city. It's not quite a big city yet, but it's it's going to be in the next maybe five to ten years, I would imagine. There are you know big buildings and, and high rise condos and, and big hotels and stuff, but not all of the big ones or not all of the buildings are these massive you know high rise buildings like I'm used to in downtown Toronto or I would imagine in cities like New York, Chicago, Boston, LA, like you know the real kind of big cities of, of North America. So Austin is not there yet, but it's it's getting there. There is an interesting demographic demographic of people, I would say. It's it's certainly more multicultural than than Southwest Florida, that's for sure, which is which is nice to see. Um, Austin does have an interesting, and, and I, we don't need to like I don't know why or how or whatever, but th- there is an interesting um, homeless person problem in in Austin. There are many people camping in tents, kind of all around the city, and I think they had some issues with the regulations around these things and whatnot. I'm not an expert on that. I don't know, but I'm just giving the recap of what I saw. Um, it, it was interesting because there seemed to be a lot of people, a, a lot of homeless people relative to like the actual population of Austin overall. So that was interesting. And, and, you know, for a lot of people who listening, most people are probably in and around uh, Toronto or from Toronto. So we're used to like big city. Toronto is a legit big city. That's another thing that I learned from this. Austin is almost a big city, but not quite there. Toronto is a legit world-class big city. As much shit as I talk about Toronto over the past <laughs> six weeks. But Toronto is a legit big city. Austin is almost there. Like there's no greater Austin area, really. Once you get out of the downtown, you're kind of just, you know, you're outside and you're into like, you know, Driftwood or to whatever other area of Texas town or city that you're that you're into. So that's fine. But Austin has a very, very interesting energy. And I think it's because it's grown so much in the last little bit and and it's continuing to experience a lot of growth. Like a lot of, you know, big companies have moved there and a lot of influential type people have moved to Austin, are visiting Austin, are making a home in Austin currently. And so there's this very, very powerful and, and like a palpable uh, growth energy in the city where there's interesting people all over the place that you meet it's a big city in the sense where there's a lot of things to do, but it's small enough where when you walk by people on the street, you say hello. When you see someone in a coffee shop, you know, you know, might have a conversation with them and, and just, you know, learn their name and what they do and what they're doing there. And people are doing interesting stuff. I had an Uber driver who was starting uh, some company outfitting Teslas with like a, some compartmentalization stuff for the trunk. And it's like, you know, that, that was, that was one example of many, but like, you know, you have many very, interesting conversations with interesting people doing really cool stuff. And, and it seems like, you know, people are there to grow as, as a person, as a professional in whatever avenue that they do. Um, and so it, it was a very palpable energy and it was good. Like I felt, you know, I was on an energy high the, the whole time I was there and even still now coming back from it, it's like, oh, there's something, something good is happening there. So Austin is definitely a place for that reason alone among many others, but for that reason alone that I would, I would like to visit soon again and and maybe stay for a little bit longer than than five days but uh you know we'll see where where the path takes me anyway so then i kind of had an idea of what austin was going to be and then i thought about okay well what am i going to do there well i'm going to go check out on it that's number one in terms of physical things yeah there's like you know the touristy things you can do in austin just like i wanted to just like walk around the downtown and just like feel the city and and you know see what's up so that was a thing that I did, uh, you know, and just getting my steps in and walking around anyways. Um, I wanted to try and make connections with as many people as I could, whether those were people at the gym, people that I just bump into, um, you know, 
more influential people in health and fitness space or just in any space and just like see who I bump into kind of thing, like random, let the pinball machine do its thing, bounce the balls around and see where I land. And that was really good. And and then just, you know, exploring Austin and, and tasting the barbecue and, you know, the, the, the Austin things that one should do, which by the way, if for no other reason you ever travel to Austin, you have to go to Austin just to experience the barbecue because it is phenomenal. It is life changing. And I, and I don't use that term lightly, but it is, it is fantastic and, and worth the trip in and of itself. So why did I want to make connections? Like wh- what the hell, what's all this on it thing? How do I just go to a new city and make connections? That's kind of like a strange thing to, to hope for. So on it is an influential company in the health and fitness space. They're, they're very large. Um, in terms of like the amount of business they do and, and more so and more importantly to me anyways, in the, the level of influence that they have, they're very heavily embedded into the MMA space, which personally as a big fan of MMA and of the UFC, that is, uh, cool to me, but that's not even really the thing I I had known about on it before I was into the UFC. And then when I, when I got into MMA, I was like, Oh, that's that company they're doing stuff. And you know, it all kind of clicked together. So I really like them because my, my assessment of, of the company is that Aubrey, who is the the founder or one of the founders and and leader of the company, he created this product alpha brain, which is nootropic, which is, uh, you know, a brain boosting supplement helps you stay sharp and and think and memory and all these things, which, which I, I use it. I don't take it every single day, but I use it, um, for podcasts and for when I need to get into some deep work and stuff. And, And I've used it for a while and I like it. Um, and, and their other products are good, but it's more so the messaging. It's Aubrey's podcast. It's the stuff that I've learned through their social media channels, through the information that they share, their philosophy on fitness and exercise and total human optimization, which is their uh, slogan or, or, or whatever you want to call it. And and I don't want this whole podcast to sound like I'm pushing you know on it stuff and just like a sales pitch for them because it's not. And obviously like I'm not affiliated with them, whatever. So Anyways, that's why I've really liked all these things. And then my assessment is, so they made this supplement and, and made their other supplements and the company got, had a lot of financial success through the sale of their supplements and their, and their workout products and these things like that. And then what that did is it gave the company and, and Aubrey and the others involved the bandwidth to pursue the things that probably, and again, this is just my assessment, the things that probably light them up even more. I'm sure that they all love, you know, you know, and truly enjoy like the supplements and stuff that they sell. And that's, you know, life-changing and helpful to people and all that stuff, but they run other workshops and, and mentorships and coach education and help people with different problems in their life, which for logistical, obvious reasons, don't make nearly as much money as selling supplements do. And, but, but you need, you know, we've talked about this a little bit lately is like, you need to solve the money problem. And so they did that and that gave them the, the allowance to pursue the things that really light them up and really make a difference in their life, life and the lives of everyone who they touch. And so that's what I think is very attractive to me about the company and the way that it seems things have been done there and things have, will continue to be done there. So that's part of why I like it. Now, one thing that I was a little bit hesitant on when I got there is, you know, you've heard the saying, never meet your heroes, right? You don't want to meet your, you know, you shouldn't meet your favorite athlete, your favorite actor, your favorite whoever, because, you know, the person that you think they are is often not who they actually are. Now, 
on it is not a, a single person. It's a company. And so, you know, I had that slight hesitation going in there like, ah, oh, well, you know, what if it, what if it sucks? What if all the things that I thought it was, you know, it's not that, and it's just another like, you know, asshole running a gym and, and that's it. And I, and, and the people suck and everything sucks and I'm just going to be pissed and it's going to put a bad taste in my mouth forever about this company. So, you know, I had, I, I wasn't expecting that, but I thought, oh, well, it's, it's, you know, a small chance, but within the realm of possibility that that's the case. It was not the case at all. From the second I walked in there, you know, I was greeted by whoever was there and walked up to them. It was actually Nick Gomez. Shout out Nick, if you listen to this. Um, and you know, we just connected right away and I was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach visiting from Toronto and this is my story. This is why I'm here in America, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of wanted to come check out on it. Uh, I'm here for four days. I want to train here for the four days, kind of learn what I can and, and just connect with, and just like literally have conversations like this and connect with whoever I can connect with. And sure you want to meet the big wigs, the names that, you know, the public figures, but you know, those, those people are not the most accessible people, obviously, like they're vi- very busy, they're high profile, they've got things, they're traveling, they're whatever. But it, it, so if I happen to bump into them, then I was happy with that. But I wasn't going to go chasing like, you know, I saw Aubrey walk into his car. You know, I'm not going to go chase the guy down and like beg him to have a conversation or, or take a picture or something stupid like that. Like that's ridiculous. And I would never want that. And and if, and when I get, you know, to that level, I would, you know, people like that would annoy me. So I'm not going to do that. But if I happen to bump into him, like, for example, on that first day, Nick was showing me around the gym, gave me a little tour of, of everything. And, uh, Kyle Kingsbury was, was just finishing up his workout, came over to the front and we just, you know, we're just having a conversation with everyone who was in the lobby there, just shooting the shit. And that was awesome. And he, and you know, like it's another one of these things I've said this again, like a few times recently, but he's just a regular dude. He's an awesome dude. He's an amazing guy, everything that you think he is, but he's also just a human, right? And so you can actually speak to him like a person. You don't have to bow down and kiss his feet and, you know, and this nonsense, like he's an awesome dude, awesome, awesome dude, but regular person. So that was cool to, to, you know, to meet and bump into him. But then it was just connecting with the other coaches in there, the people who are like, you know, literally could be, could be someone like me who is a, who is a trainer looking for more, looking for, yeah, I want to coach people, but I want to deal with the rest of their life and fill all the gaps and lifestyle and all the other things. And like, that would be the gym to go to, to do that. If, if you lived in Austin or, you know, we're willing to move there and, and these people are in and around my age, some of them probably average age, probably a little bit older than me, but and maybe a little bit ahead, but regardless, these are the people who I was like, okay, these are the people who are accessible, who are like kind of at or, or slightly ahead of my level. Um, and, and we can, you know, make something, make something happen here. So that happened, boom, right away with Nick, we connected. Uh, he's an awesome guy. Talked a lot about coaching and training and life and, and all the things. And I probably took like an hour and a half of his time, just, you know, just shooting the shit and, and it was great. And then further from that, I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to like to work out here. So um, on it has training classes, which at, at first when Nick said, oh, there's no like open gym time. There's just, we only do training classes due to like, you know, the results of COVID and, you know, changes in the structure of their gym and whatnot. At first I was like, ah, it's kind of annoying because, you know, I've, I've for sure rambled on here many, many times about how much I hate workout classes and like, oh, it's just the jumping jacks and booty blaster butts and abs and all this stupid shit that I, that, that I despise, frankly. And I was like, oh, I'd want to get some good training in. But then I, then I, you know, thought for a second, I was like, okay, like this gym is not going to be that I'm not going to do jumping jacks for an hour and then, you know, get super sweaty and call it a great workout. Like that's not what it's going to be. And then I thought, okay, well, if I'm going to be here, 
if instead of like just going in the gym and doing my own thing, like I'm not learning anything by doing what I always do. Let me participate, you know, just be a, a member, be a regular person sort of thing and, and dive in open eyes, open, open ears, open heart and see what I learn. And I, I'm thankful that honestly, that they didn't have open hours because I would have just done that and, uh, would have learned much less. So we went into the workout, I had my first workout later that day. Um, the most special thing that happened or, or the most eye-opening thing, and this will be sort of the, the overarching theme, I think, of my entire trip to Austin and, and why it was special to me. During the very first workout, during the warm-up, I, I found myself smiling while we were you know, going through the, through the warm-up drills. And my, my initial reaction was like, oh, that's weird. Like, to be serious, like, we're working out. Like, <laughs> why, what are you smiling about? And then, and then it just like, my face was just smiling. I don't know how else to explain this. And I know that that sounds a little bit strange, but I was just smiling. And then I was like, oh, like I'm, I'm fucking, I'm here. I'm at on it. And that's cool as shit. Like it, it's something, you know, going to on it. And it was something that I had thought about, call it a bucket list item, if you will, for, for lack of a better term. But it's like, I would, I have always said for many years, uh, I would love to go to on it. I would love to visit Austin and go to on it and just check it out and work out in the gym and just, you know, do that thing. And here I am like doing the thing. And that's pretty fucking cool that I actually did it. And, and not to, that doesn't have to be your dream, obviously. Like, but there are things that you want to do in your life and, and they might not be big things. Like it, it doesn't have to be like, I want to go climb Mount Everest. Like that's a big ordeal. And like, that takes a lot of planning and like, you know, there's a lot that goes into something like that or, or these, you know, bigger, loftier goals of things that you might want to do by all means, like go ahead and pursue them and, and whatever. But the small things that are very achievable are the things that we often like we put off. I find where it seems so easy to do like, Oh, I can, I can go visit that place anytime. But do you like be a tourist in your own city, for example, people from Toronto, like when was the last time, if you've been, if you live in Toronto and like haven't been to the CN Tower type of thing, like, or you live in New York, you've never been to the, uh, what's the Statue of Liberty or, you know, whatever, whatever things in your city or those things that you kind of think in your life, like, oh, I, I would like to do that. But you, you keep putting it off because it's almost too simple. Like to go visit on it, there's no restrictions. It's like an open gym. Anyone can go there. Anybody can buy a plane ticket to Austin. And like, you, you can just do that literally tomorrow if you, you know, if you wanted to. But, but you don't. And, and I don't know why that is, why we hesitate to do this. Maybe, yeah, obviously it costs money to do that. So like, that's a thing that, you know, has to be considered. Um, but, but overwhelmingly, like we can actually do these things and check them off our list and they'll make you happy and, and you'll feel good that you actually did it. And for me, it's like, oh, I actually did this, but like, this is doable. Like I can do more of these things. So the, you know, the more things that are like this on my list, I can actually go do them. And it's given me the audacity, the confidence to actually continue to pursue these things. I'd like to do X. Oh, hold on. People like humans can do that. So, so I can do that too. And then I'll go and do it. And so that, that's really like the biggest kind of takeaway I think that I took from from getting to on it. Yeah. I learned some, you know, fitness stuff and, and, and whatever, but you know, that's not for this podcast. That's more technical stuff. That's more uh, applicable to, to my own life than, than anybody else's. But it, it was, it was that lesson of like, oh, you can actually do the shit that you want to do no matter how big or small it is. And it feels damn good when you do it. So 
that was definitely the the biggest biggest highlight of uh, of the entire trip to Austin. Now, aside from that, like talking about the pinballs and, and pinballs moving, I bumped into Kyle Kingsbury. That was really cool. I bumped into two very high level, uh, you know, among the best of the best jujitsu athletes at uh, a barbecue place at Terry Black's, Craig Jones and Nikki Rodriguez. And I, even them, like they're, you know, I guess minor celebrities, if you can, if you can say that. And I left the restaurant not having said anything to them, not to say hello. And again, not that I'm going to be a weird fanboy and like, you know, go take pictures with them or anything like that. But I left and I was like, no, nah, don't, don't be like a little baby about this. Like they're just people walked up to their table and I just said, Hey guys, hope, you know, hope you're enjoying your food, whatever. It's a shame that more people in here don't recognize you. Cause I didn't see people going up to them and, and recognizing them. And you know, jujitsu is not the biggest fan sport or whatever. So I wasn't all that surprised, but they, they are very, very good at what they do, both of them. And, and they, you know, the, the whole sport should be bigger. So I think that they deserve that. But then, you know, so that was cool. So I bumped into them there. And then the next day, Nikki was training at on it, bumped into him again, obviously. And, you know, the other cool people that were there and whatnot, um, bumped into Craig at a, at a coffee shop. And that's just how small Austin is. Like, you know, in Toronto, you see someone, you bump into them on the street, you have a conversation, you will never see that person again. There's too many people in the city. But in Austin, it's small enough where you you can just bump into people and like say hello and have a conversation. So that's so there's something to be to be said there. And, and as I think about where I want to live in my life and 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 giant cities versus smaller cities versus beach towns versus anything else. So that was really great. And then after each of the the classes at on it, just going back to the to the workout side of things, is like all the conversations I had with coaches, we were all kind of in that same position where it's like, ah, oh, we, we really want to do better. The, the workout stuff is great. We're, we're really good at the fitness side of things, but let's blow this up and let's, let's become big deals so that we can teach everyone all of the lifestyle things, all of the things that make life awesome that we've learned and, and share through fitness. It's great to teach 10 people in a class or, or, you know, one person one-on-one, but like, more people need to know this and on it is very good at this sense of community, but it's, you know, in that gym, it's still limited to the confines of those four walls and, and they do a, an amazing job sharing their social media and, and, and their influence outside of that. But for each of us, the coaches to share more and continue to more and to continue to build more, excuse me, to, you know, leave our mark on the world for, for lack of a better term here it's really good to be able to connect with people like that and have these conversations about life. And, and honestly, like this might be getting a little bit too deep and I'm not going to go into it here. And, and, but talks about consciousness and like literally the meaning of life. And that sounds like a big deal, but like I had probably four or five conversations this, that week about like, what is the meaning of life and what are we here and why are we, why are we doing all these things and what does it all mean? And what is your experience with X you know, thing been and, and my experience with this and like, how does it all mesh together and how can we work together and how can we teach this and how can we continue to explore? And like those conversations are conversations that I crave and it's, it's difficult to have them with people. One, because a lot of people are not ready for that conversation. They haven't done any inner work with themselves uh, through meditation, through any other means of things uh, and searching searching their soul, I guess, for like, you know, what's the greater meaning of all these things? And like, why do these things matter? So, so for obvious reasons, it's hard to have that conversation with people just because there's not as many of them around, but then being in that environment where like 
all of the conversations were, were like that. And it's not like, you know, people are walking around in robes. I don't want everyone, anyone to think I'm like some monk crazy dude, just like talking about the meaning of life all day. Like, that's not what I mean, but it's just like that, that understanding is underlying all of the conversations and that energy of, uh, of life and understanding and exploring is, is embedded in everything that's done there. And so being able to connect with people on that level and that, you know, I said things, I was talking about my podcast and like, yeah, my podcast is about fitness and, and whatnot, but it's more about trying to teach people that the fitness side of thing is cool, getting jacked and strong and whatever, like that's awesome. But like, it's more about the other stuff that it helps with your, in your life, like the confidence, the determination, the, the accountability, the organization, blah, 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 all of the things that we learn. And people were like, yes, dude, like that's exactly what I think too. Like, you know, we should, we should collaborate. So I'm sure that, you know, going forward from this and organize with them, I'll get some or all of them on the podcast at some point to, to have that conversation and share more of it with you. But it was this sense of this real sense of like family community and, and people thinking along the same wavelength that, that I've come to that I really love there. It's very easy on social media to get, you know, think that you're kind of, you're kind of alone in this because the things that you see on social media are the fancy stuff, the workout, the booty builder, my abs, my diet. My, okay. Like I've seen enough of that. Where are the people talking about the good stuff? And, and you, like, if you follow me on Instagram, like you see that I share these things every now and then, but even I have my hesitations and like how deep I go into it. Like, you know, my Wednesday wisdom posts and, and, and some of the stories and stuff that I reshare and whatever. And it's like, because people are not ready for those conversations always. And that's a shame. And, and, and I, and I feel bad that I don't share more and talk more about it. And I have my, for some things I have my reasons and my reservations why, and they will all come out eventually, but you know, someday, but not today. So anyways, it was the sense of community and, and this like, again, underlying theme of everything uh, of how important your environment is to your life. That's your physical environment. And that's like, you know, the people in the community that you have around you. Like I have, I have amazing friends. I have some of the, probably one of the best friends group, friend groups in the world, honestly, because my friend group, like my close friends is like 15 to 20 people. And like, the, the core of us have been friends since we were like 10 years old. Like that's, and I don't say this like to brag that that's just how it is. And I realize that I'm very blessed and very lucky to have that. And, and most people don't have that. So, I mean, a lot of people have like one or two, like really close friends that they met in the last like three to four years. And, and you know, that's great. Like I have an, an amazing like friend group and, and support network and all that stuff. But, but even within that, sometimes I can have the, these like super in-depth conversations going off tangents, making myself feel like a monk on a mountain and sometimes not. And I wish that, you know, there were more of them and, and more understanding of all this. And I think that maybe it's a maturity thing. Maybe it's a, it's a, it's an awakening thing due to COVID and all these things. And, and as I share more, I just, you know, publicly through the podcast and through whatever, I will continue to like, just open things up. And, and that's my intention is to share what I've learned and continue to pass it along and explore and, and whatever. So, so yeah, so having those conversations was just, it was awesome. It was fantastic. And it was at on it. It was with people that I met, you know, in coffee shops. It was with my buddy, Zach. It was with, uh, John R Romanello who we met for, for, uh, dinner one night. And, uh, and he's an awesome dude. If you're not plugged into the stuff that John's doing, you know, definitely get plugged into that stuff. Um, but so it's just awesome people all around, awesome sense of community, fantastic energy. And I can definitely see myself, I will certainly visit Austin again. That's without a doubt. And whether or not, like, I would like to spend a few months there and just, and just kind of see what happens because it was such a powerful week. And, and I wonder if it was because I was trying to fit everything into that week or not, 
Um, but I, I don't think that that's the case. I think that Austin is a, is a powerful city right now. And, uh, the couple people that I've met, you know, or, or Zach and whatever, who have recently within the past six or so months moved to Austin have all said, said the same thing. So I think there's something to be, something to be had there for, for me. And it felt right to me for, for you, it, you know, it might not feel right. And obviously that's fine. You do you, your, your environment, the environment that's right for you is specific to you. So that environment felt right now. I mean, it's not by the beach and, and you know, it, there, there are obvious, uh, drawbacks to any environment, but for the energy, from the people, from the connections, it, it feels like a good place to be for me. So that is, is more or less, more or less that I don't know that I could live in Austin long-term and it's just because of the, uh, I guess it's just, there's no, there's no beach, but I say that, but it's like, you know, I lived in Toronto my whole life. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know if I could live there forever. That's, I, that's actually too, too long of a time frame for, to even consider, but I will certainly be back. Um, food in Austin. Let's just get this wrapped up. It's almost 30 minutes now already. God damn. Um, food in Austin is awesome. All the food, the, the Mexican food is fantastic. Um, the, the barbecue obviously to die for Terry blacks was the, the best place that I went to salt Lake barbecue is a little far outside of Austin. Um, but it was also really, really good. And they have a cool, like they cook everything in a, in a pit. I, I shared it on my, on my, uh, Instagram, if you saw it and, and I'll share it again somewhere, but, um, Terry Black's and Salt Lake Barbecue were the two best barbecue places that I had. There, there's another place allegedly that is very, very good, Franklin's, but you got to order like two weeks in advance and we didn't know that. And so we didn't get to have that. Um, Veracruz is a Mexican, um, like a restaurant. They have all like farm fresh foods and, and stuff in there. That was very, very good as well. Um, that was another thing about Austin. And I think it's because again, this small city kind of like near farmland sort of situation is like a lot of the restaurants, even just like little lunch places and stuff are like farm to table type foods. And I don't know if it's like, because Austin is maybe more health conscious, I'm not sure. Or if it's just because that's like a, a reasonable, like easy logistical thing for the restaurants and whatever to do is that most of the ingredients are all locally grown and sourced, which is, which is healthy and cool and interesting for, for many reasons. But, uh, that was just, that was a, like, just nice to see in something that you don't see in, in very many places. So I think the overwhelming theme of this is this, the things that you want to do in your life are attainable, whatever it is that they are, however big or small they are, the, the job, the business, the vacation, the, the experience, the, the visit to a, a, a random gym that you like, the, you know, you can do all that shit. So go do it and you will feel good for doing it and start with the small things. Don't take the small things for granted. Like if there are little things that you want to do, go do that and then find yourself smiling. Enjoy that moment. Enjoy that experience. Be there in that time. And then let that like kind of energy and whatever push you on to the next thing. So that's all. I'll, I don't let you go now because I know it's already 30 minutes of this and, and I ramble too much and I probably repeated myself 19 times, but on it is awesome. Austin is awesome. Highly recommended. I had an amazing time. I'm excited to continue to connect with those that I met there, bring that energy with me wherever it is that I end up next and which will be Toronto. Um, <laughs> I'm going back this week. Um, yeah, continue to bring that energy, continue the conversation, continue sharing, continue exploring, continue learning and forever be a student and forever be a teacher as well. All at the same time, all mixed in. So that's it. Go do shit. I will leave you alone now. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you very, very much. Um, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on whatever platform you listen on. Uh, leave a rating interview on iTunes. I, I know I say this every time, but that really goes a long way. And I really, really appreciate it if you're able to do that. It helps a lot with growing this thing and making it blow up. 
It doesn't have to blow up, but whatever, make it grow. Uh, so please, please do that. If you haven't already, reach out to me if you have trouble getting that done. Follow me on Instagram if you're not already at Daniel Yoris on TikTok or no, not TikTok, uh, Twitter as well and uh, all the things. Um, that's it. Also, if you got this far, I'm taking some more online clients. So hit me up on Instagram. Just DM me, uh, DM me the word Austin. So I know you listen to this and I know that's where you're coming from. DM me the word Austin. If you're looking for coaching online, I will work with you um, to you know, whatever fitness things that you want it is to do. I'm just rambling here. I didn't even mean to do this and I feel like I'm rushing to get this done by some certain time, but (laughs) online coaching, training, nutrition, lifestyle, all the things. Let's get it going. If you need some help and direction, I'm your guy. That's it. Take it easy. I love you. Bye-bye.